guys and welcome and also the new listeners i wish you also very very welcome thanks for tuning in my name is richard and this is joyride yesterday i was watching a documentary about elvis presley on netflix and tom petty said in 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 a moment in this documentary that it must have been amazing if you saw elvis for the first time doing his performance, doing his moves, because he brought something new, something something unique. And I remember that it was in 1995, I think it was, I was living in Santiago in Chile, and Stones were giving a concert. So a couple of Americans, Scottish guys, Swiss guy, and me, and I think my ex-wife was there as well, we went to the concert of the Stones. And of course, they were not that old as they are now. And we, you know, we we knew that that it was, I think it was the first time the Stones actually performed in in Santiago. I don't know. I think they haven't totally performed there two or three times. And I think in 95 was the first time. So we as foreigners, to say so, you know, we we, we knew more or less what to expect in, in a concert of the Stones. But there was, at a certain moment, it was in the National Stadium, and they played their intro and, you know, just a, there were, you know, there was a group warming the audience up a little bit. And then they came and I don't know what they played, but what I remember very, very well was at a certain moment, the stage got dark and we saw a lighter flashing up. You know, somebody was lighting up a cigarette. So we hoped that it was Keith Richard. And... Imagine that there were, I don't know how many people there was, must be in the thousands, and they were just anxiously waiting for for a famous riff of Keith Richards. And it was for many, many people in that stadium that they heard the first time satisfaction playing live, and especially that beginning, that riff. It, you know, it was an open air stadium, it was an open air concert, but if there was a roof, the roof would have blown off. It was awesome to be part of something where people experienced the very first time something new. That was incredible cool. So I could totally relate with with Tom Petty when he said it about Elvis Presley because that must have been also awesome. If you see Elvis the very first time, you don't need to be a fan. You don't need even don't like his music. But the man had charisma. The man knew what he was doing. He was living it and he brought it. Awesome. That's what it is about today. It's about creativity and uniqueness. Joyride is a podcast where I talk about joyfulness and the power of joyfulness. That deep-rooted inner human power that makes life fun, a little adventurous and very, very happy. Weekly and in 20 minutes max, I will explain you and I will help you how to unlock and unleash your joyfulness so you can benefit too from the amazing opportunities and possibilities it will give you. For more information, please go to richarddixon.com or join me every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. I'm so glad you're here. Let's be joyfulness and let's do this. Welcome back. Every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up. That is what Pablo Picasso said. Creativity is something we decline very easy. And if you ask me, way too easy. Most of the time, you know, when we're talking about creativity, people think that it has 
only something to do with um, visual expression, you know, like drawing, painting, sculpting, dancing, writing, or auditory or acoustical, like playing piano or the guitar or singing. But there is so much more, much more. What about, for instance, these fashion designers like Coco Chanel, Gianni Versace, Christian Dior? Or a, a category that we, you know, that we tend to forget is athletes. Athletes can leave us totally flabbergasted. It may be hard to believe, but there is this category of athletes that make their sports undeniable, beautiful pieces of art. In Holland, we call that the Alder category. I've heard once somebody say, you know, if you take any sport, take the first 100 or 200 people, and they all know how to do, to play or, or, or to execute their sport. But there is that, that category that goes beyond that. And in Holland, like I said, we call that the other athletes like Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, uh, Roger Federer. And of course, I'm Dutch, Johan Cruyff, the football player, or Pele, Babe Ruth, uh, Willie Mays, baseball players. That kind of uh, category, those those athletes, they they are, they were different, and they still are different. <laughs> I mean, at least two of them are still playing. I don't. <laughs> that sounds funny, and nevertheless, it brings me to the next point because often we think that creativity has something that you have or you don't. Period. Well, let me clear that up then immediately because. We are all creative, period. And true, we might not be all Rembrandt, Picasso, Mozart, the Stones, like I said, or the Beatles, or Fred Astaire, Steven Spielberg, or, or Michael Jackson. Nevertheless, YouTube and Facebook, SoundCloud, and all the other multimedia platforms have proven clearly that creativity doesn't stop with a few. We now all have the possibility to show the world what we're capable of, what our talent is, what creative we can. Not just the artists, the filmmakers, the musicians or the designers. No, every single one of us. Now that is out of the way. Let's see what a creativity is. It is a, a process that creates something unique and valuable. Unique and valuable. Well, that, that, that sounds right, right? Well, Keep that in mind because I'll come back to that later. And in the meantime, let us check us out. What is creativity scientifically explained? I picked it up somewhere. Let me wait a minute. Let, let me let me read that because otherwise, you know, otherwise it sounds silly. I wrote it down. Moment. Yes, here it is. I quote: Creativity is defined as the tendency to generate or recognize ideas, alternatives or possibility that may be useful in solving problems, communicating with others, and entertaining ourselves and others. <laughs> that sounds clinical, right? Well, let's simplify that a bit. Because what it says, basically what it said, what it means is that creativity is able to transcend traditional or conventional ideas and come up with, 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 with new ways of doing, new rules, new interpretations. Very useful, of course, when you're facing a problem. But it's more, much more. It also creates happiness. For instance, the world-famous author and uh, psychologist, uh, Mihal Csikszentmihalyi, what, for Christ's sake, what's in the name, described that in his um, bestseller, Flow, the Psychology of Optimal Experience. He claims that this, the flow, is the secret to happiness. 
and I also quote him, when we are involved in creativity, we feel that we are living more than during the rest of our lives. Now, I don't know how it's with you guys. I know I can speak for myself. On the same time, I'm pretty sure that in one way or the other, we all experience some moment, a moment like this, that we were doing something and just the action itself feel, feels like magic. It's truly magical that we want it to last it forever. Like I said, if I speak about my own experience, I always thought, like a, like a lot of people probably, you are creative or you're not. And I thought for a long, 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 long time, or better said, I thought I knew <laughs> that I was that I was not creative. I've tried to paint, and I have to. I've tried drawing as well, but quickly I realized that painting nor drawing was was my thing. I mean, you know, it never gave me any pleasure or energy. It's it's it was more like a sacrifice. And in terms, you know, of result and how it looked like, I I have to admit that at least ninety nine percent of the kids of the average kindergarten will do a much better job than I was doing. So I gave that up. It's not for me. And I even, you know, I've even sang once because uh, the founder of that, of a famous, um, the Sound Push Studios in Blarikum in Holland uh, was a nephew of um, of my mother, Franz Meitz. That was the nephew of my mother. So the connection was, you know, pretty quickly made. I remember that I was there with my, with my former brother-in-law and I was just... I think the golden earring went just out of the door and, and we came in and, you know, we had a tour through the studio. Very exciting, of course. I was very young and still very exciting. And one of the engineers asked me, you know, if if we would like to see how the studio works, you know, how, how that goes. Said, All right, you know, <laughs> let's do it. So he said, you know, he gave me a piece of paper and he said, you know, sing, sing, just sing naturally as much as you can. Don't worry about the effect. We'll do it. So, right, you know, we sing or I sing. And the engineer did his magic. And even so, after he did all the things, and I don't know what you do, you know, you edit it and things like that. I can assure you that, you know, any bird or cat or any other animal in the area, you know, it took them years to come back again after my me hearing so singing. It was horrible. I mean, literally horrible. But so, you know, I gave it up and I thought, you know, this is not, this is not my thing. And for years, like I... I never touched creativity again because, like I said, you know, I, th I thought like many other people, you know, you have it or you don't have it, forget it, I don't have it, I'm, you know, I'm here for other things. Until years ago, I discovered designing websites. It's a funny story, actually. And it was born out of necessity. I taught, I taught myself and I learned all the ins and outs. WordPress made it <laughs> so much easier that, you know, anybody can now make a website and, Many of you, if you're making websites, you probably have heard about Elementor. They helped me to take it to a next level. So anybody nowadays, you, you can have a website up and running by yourself within 15 minutes. It's very easy. Over the years, Hike and I, we have learned and tried out so many things about these websites, you know, about SEO and how can we do that. And I really start to enjoy it. And now, after so many years, we, we actually know what we are talking about and we know what we want. Nevertheless, you know, and, and I'm kind of excited, whatever I want, I'm I'm still not a how do you say that a a web designer not by not not even close and often when I visit these uh, these elemental gatherings and I talk with them I'm probably the oldest one who's around there you know I talk with them because it's the reason for these gatherings these events that you change ideas and 
of course, I can. I have my problems, my issues, and I ask these younger guys, you know, how, how do you guys that? And if I sometimes I, I go there and I watch what they are making with the skills they have, it's, it's unbelievable what they can do. I, I, I cannot, I'm scared to dream about it. But then, of course, I offer something else than just the design. And yes, for small business owners or entrepreneurs, I also sometimes do the, uh, the designing itself and help them with the SEO so they can be found. But most of the time, I help uh, business owners and, and entrepreneurs to make sure their communication strategy and that includes uh, websites and, and things like that to ref that, that reflects them and by that i mean i help them discover and there i go again to discover and put on the table their joy values you know many people ask me in the beginning yeah, why should we do that you know why why is that important i said well you know you asked me the first the very first question that any any business or business owner or entrepreneur whatever you start ask yourself you know why should people come to me and buy my product or my service why and please i, I tell them also you know please don't come in that you're quicker or bigger or, or, be, or, or cheaper or what it is that doesn't work anymore you need to be authentic you need to be yourself you need to be you and once that joy value is on the table that question is answered no doubt it goes in about five or ten minutes once that those are on the table and then you know we find the colors that go um corresponding with that joy value because it, it brings up an emotion and we find the fonts and things like that so that is part of my creativity and i really really enjoy that i i can lose track of time i don't eat anymore if i'm in that process in that flow and that is simply because that flow that creativity that that uh, that doing totally and i mean totally for the full 100% fulfills my joy values so you see what I'm trying to say that creativity uniqueness and fulfilling joy values is not just a personal thing it also works in business and in a professional world and now we're getting somewhere we have figured out to say that creativity is not just a very effective tool to to fix problems and it also creates happiness isn't that the holy grail of humanity? Isn't that what we all want? Happiness? I couldn't agree more with a good, uh, uh, um, how do you call it, um, psychologist. And I can't pronounce his name very well. Not out of disrespect, not at all. Just because the good man has such a difficult last name to pronounce. And I don't want to make a too big ass of myself at this moment. So if I refer to him, I refer to him as the author of that uh, bestseller flow. Not out of disrespect, not at all. Especially while this man, together with Dr. Um, what's his name, Dr. Martin Seligman, are the founders and the initiators of a new domain in psychology called uh, positive psychology. And this domain focuses on the positive subject experience, positive individual uh, traits, and, and positive institutions. It aims to improve the quality of life and focusing on both individual and social well-being and there's, there's nothing wrong with that right but why stop there let us summarize a little bit what we have figured out so far in this podcast that creativity fixes problems check creates happiness check cool but uh, what did i say in the beginning remember i asked you know take that in mind that creativity is a process that creates something unique and valuable all right unique and valuable 
That's what we want to go. That that's what we want here. And as cliche it may, may sound, and I, a bit corgi if you like, and I've said it so many times, we are all one. We are one. We humans need each other. Period. Check out any research if you like. Don't take my word for it. And it comes all to the same conclusion. And in spite of what many uh, want us to believe, we are one. We're not that different. And it goes a little bit further to be, you know, if I say, you know, we are one, that goes a little bit further than just saying, you know, we breathe the same air and we share the same gravity that holds us in place. True, but that's just part of it. We are the same. And especially that our u- uniqueness, so like, like I said from Elvis Presley or... Uh, for many people in the stadium of Santiago, when, when Keith Richards started this riff, that uniqueness, that, that one thing that, that, that makes it stand out in the herd. I mentioned that same phrase, that uniqueness uh, makes it stand out in the herd in a previous podcast of mine. I think it was also about the joy values, if I'm right. And these are the power of joyfulness. Anyway. Our uniqueness manifests itself not just by our creativity, but also as our creativity. That is why I always say we are what we are. We are love, we are grace, we are strength, we are bliss, we are joy. So our uniqueness is creativity. More often than not, it's also value. For the first in the first case, of course, for ourselves, it makes us happy and or it supplies us with a solution in, you know, if we're facing a problem. But secondly, and that is why it is so important, it's very likely that anything you create, anything, as long as it comes from within you, create what you give joy, most likely it has value for someone else. This can be a solution for someone's problem or like for ourselves, it can a contribution to someone's happiness. So the next time you hear someone say that he or she, you know, she feels like a gray mouse, unimportant, unnoticed, unappreciated, unworthy, or even unloved, then please try to remember them that they are unique. And because they are unique, they have tremendous value. Just by being here, they are important. They are noticed. They are appreciated, worthy. And of course, they are loved. So what can you do for next week? You guessed it. Be creative. I mean, <laughs> that, was, that was obvious, right? But try out anything. Just do it. As long as you make fun. You know, if you, I have painted. It never gave me fun. So I stopped it. That doesn't mean that no, you know, just try things. You will figure out where is where what creativity brings for you. And remember, anything you make, anything is of value, because you are of value. So whatever you do, do it because you want it. It gives you fun. It gives you energy. And I said it in my previous podcast. Don't be afraid to play. Whatever gives you joy, it is of enormous value for the rest of us. Without you, simple as that, the world wouldn't be the same. Remember that. It is that simple. I'm looking at the clock now. Oh my God, guys, I'm going way over my 20 minutes, I think. All right, guys, I need to wrap this up. Otherwise, it'll be way over my 20 minutes. My apology for that. And that's it for this week. Creativity and uniqueness. That is what you are. I hope you enjoyed it and that it gives you something to think about. That you realize how important you are just by being here. 
Uh, anything you create that makes you unique is of value for yourself and for all of us. And that's it. Take care, guys. Have a fun week and talk to you next week. And remember, be joyfulness. Bye-bye.